You're listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. A Cataclysmic Event by Krishka Anon on AO3. Italy was beautiful, but Elliot hadn't settled into life. They'd traveled for over a year before his private security gig led them to Rome. Everywhere Elliot went, all he thought about was Olivia. He saw her in every beautiful fresco. He prayed for her in every cathedral. He put on a good front for Kathy and Eli, but his heart remained in New York. As he healed from the aftermath of the shooting, he began to understand himself better. He'd made mistakes, and now he had to live with them. Elliot was standing on the balcony when his vision blurred. Pain rolled through him. Fire burned from his heart through his veins. Grabbing blindly at the railing, Elliot dropped painfully to his knees. He rubbed at his chest. Olivia? It was like her soul was flooding his senses. L? His breath caught painfully in his chest. Soulmates. They were rare, incredibly rare. It usually took some cataclysmic trauma occurring to one half of a pair to trigger the fulfilling of a partial connection. Elliot fell back into a seated position. Tears streamed down his face from the pain radiating through their newly formed bond. Yeah, Liv, I hear you. What's wrong? Where are you? He has me in my apartment. He's burning me, Elle. I can't. He's got my gun. Elle. Elle, I don't think I'm going to make it. Olivia went silent in his mind. Oh, God. He's got my keys on the stove. Elliot was back on his feet in an instant. He grabbed his phone out of his pocket and hunted for a number he hadn't dialed in over two years. I'm getting help, Liv. You hold on. You just hold on for me, all right? We're going to get you out of there, and I'm coming home for you. I'm coming home. The call to Cragen was nowhere near as painful as listening to Olivia in his mind. The captain promised to keep him updated. The entire squad and ESU were already on the way to her apartment. Elliot begged him to hurry. Rushing into their place, Elliot dragged his suitcase out of the closet and began haphazardly throwing clothes into it. He was hunting for his passport in his home office when Kathy found him. She stared at him with sad eyes. You're going back to her. I... Elliot trailed off when she placed her wedding ring on the desk. Kathy. You're soulmates, aren't you? Kathy swiped at a tear in her eye. Eli and I will stay here for a few more weeks, then go home. I'll stay with my mom for a while. We can figure out custody later. I don't want to be in this pretend marriage any longer. I love you. I love our kids. But we both deserve to be with people who are in love with us and want to be with us. Not just because we were young and foolish. Kathy. Go home to her. Kathy spun around and walked away without another word. There wasn't time for the deeper conversations they needed to have. Elliot dropped his own ring beside hers and then snatched up his passport. 
He was at the airport in a surprisingly short amount of time, begging for a ticket to New York. I just, I have to get to New York. Elliot was ready to throw all the money he had at the first person willing to offer his ticket. He said the one thing guaranteed to get attention, my soulmate's been hurt. Your soulmate? A frail voice behind him caught his attention. He turned to see an elderly gentleman with a sad smile on his face. She... She was hurt? And the connection just formed? He completed the sentence for Elliot when he found himself unable to continue. Mine happened 40 years ago. I got to her too late. It's been a gaping wound in my heart ever since. Take my ticket. Thank you. Elliot didn't have words to express the relief in his heart. Thank you. Just don't waste your chance like I did. He placed a hand on Elliot's arm. You'll regret every minute of every day if you don't go to her now. The man behind the check-in counter quickly helped Elliot sort out the ticket. Elliot made sure to pay for a new flight for the man who'd generously given up his seat. It was still two hours before he got on the plane. The almost ten-hour flight seemed like a slog up Mount Everest. All Elliot could think about was Olivia. She'd been worryingly silent. Cragen had called just before he got on the plane to let him know they'd found her alive but badly injured and unconscious. William Lewis hadn't been so lucky. He'd been shot by Finn. Elliot had no doubts the man had taken what happened to Olivia as a personal affront. Elliot? Elliot almost choked on the coffee he'd been drinking. He hadn't expected her voice in his mind. Liv? I'm at the hospital. They're doing a rape kit. I'm here, Liv. Whatever you need. Elliot set the cup down on the tray table. He had a few more hours before they landed in New York. Time seemed to be going at a snail's pace. You're going to be okay. Where are you? About two hours left in my flight. Just tell me where to find you when I get there. Elliot would do everything in his power to help her recover. Liv? I have a newfound respect and empathy for those who've had to do one of these. You're going to get through this. How do you know? Olivia asked after a long pause. Because you're stronger than he could have ever dreamed of being, and because your partner has your back. My soulmate? Olivia seemed as stunned as he was. Who else was it going to be? They spent the rest of his flight talking to distract her from everything around her. He told her about his favorite places to visit, about Eli. He told her about Rome. They talked about his own healing process, about how he'd managed to pull himself up with help from a therapist and friends. Arriving in New York, Elliot found Finn waiting for him. Olivia had mentioned sending someone to pick him up. He tossed his suitcase in the trunk and got into the passenger seat. So... Finn glanced at him before pulling away from the curb. Soulmates. How'd you know? Captain mentioned you called from Rome to say Olivia was in trouble. You ain't fucking psychic. Finn slammed on the brakes when a car pulled in front of them. Asshole. How is she? Not good. 
Finn didn't say another word to him. Hearing her in his head had been one thing, but Elliot needed to see her alive for himself. He would have run through the hospital if Finn hadn't kept him in check. The waiting room was packed with cops. Elliot frowned when he spotted Tucker. Finn and Cragen wisely steered him down a corridor to Olivia's room. She doesn't need your rage, Elliot. Cragen rested a hand on his shoulder. Anger isn't going to help her. I got this, Captain. Elliot knocked on the door and then stepped inside. He thought Cragen might be wrong, though. He and Olivia had always shared a certain tendency toward anger. Towards anger. Sometimes it was how they processed things. He'd let her lead the way in how he helped her. Live? L. Olivia sat on the edge of a hospital bed. She'd obviously been waiting for him to arrive. I'm okay. Really? We're going to start this off with a lie? Elliot had intended to give her physical space, but he couldn't. The small distance between them was actually beginning to cause him pain. It's okay to not be okay, Liv. What would you tell another person who'd been through what you have? L. She cracked then. Her hand reached out to him. L. I got you. Elliot finally closed the gap between them. He slipped his arms around her, allowing her to collapse against his chest. Her arms went around his waist. I got you. Thought you didn't believe in soulmates. Hard not to believe when my heart cracks open and only feels healed when I have you in my arms. Elliot had heard a lot of rumors about soulmates over the years. He'd never imagined how it would feel to hold her, like all those nights as a kid, wishing to have a safe place to call home. That's what it felt like. We're going to be okay, Liv. If you like this story, please follow the link to the writer's page and leave some love. Kudos, comments, or subscribe. They'll love hearing from you. Then you can head over to our Patreon page and contribute to Audio Fanfic Podcast. As a member, you are granted early access to one new story per month. That's www.patreon.com slash audiofanficpod. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>